Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Tuesday, March 31st, 2020, and this is episode number 400 of Hard Factor. My God. What? Right? I well, mean, how are you guys feeling? It's hard to believe it's been 400 episodes. I don't know. I, that can't be right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, when you're having fun, time flies. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it. Right. Yeah, I've got nothing to say other than I hope we get to do 4,000 more. Uh, yeah. any, any special thoughts from, from you guys? No, that's exactly it. Uh, I could I could easily do 40,000 more, yeah. yeah. Ooh, 40,000. Yeah. My only thought is that when PFT was like, every day, I was like, no problem. And I still feel that way today. Honestly, the, even these long... <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Even these longer episodes seems like no difference than a short episode. I mean, I've had my relationship end, uh, trouble with <laughs> friends, family. Okay, okay, but the show, but the show. Jobs, lost yeah. all my clients. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the show is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear, like, a, a, like it's, oh, it's been that long, I automatically just think about what I could have been doing. Like, oh, I could be in right. so much better. If I had just started running on episode one, where would I be? I always do right. that to myself, and it's never healthy. If we'd saved a dollar every day. Right. Yep. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. Pr- I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud of what. Oh, we've me done. too. That's, that's sure. 400 episodes. Um, I'm 40 pounds lighter than when we started. So I'm gonna pat oh. myself on the back. With oh, that, fuck but. you. Let's get into it. Let's get into we the got, stories. We got a lot of coronavirus related updates for you today. Some good, some bad, and of course, some funny. Mark, get us going. OK, guys, big, big news on Monday. The U.S. Navy hospital ship, the Comfort docked in new york city you guys see those videos and pictures on social media right yeah yeah cuomo all over it yeah yeah it looked cool right Mm-mm. i mean it's good yeah for them. They I mean, being, a, being on a ship sucks there's no doubt about that doesn't uh, look comfortable sure. sure but it's a, a giant hospital ship so the ship has 12 fully equipped operating rooms and 1,000 hospital beds on board. Governor Cuomo, like will was saying all over it said of the usns comfort in a tweet that its arrival will be remembered, um, and it sure as shit will, especially by the hordes of stupid New Yorkers that group together shoulder to shoulder in person <laughs> like they were staring at their future. They were like, that's where we'll be because we're uh, out in public in front of everyone. So I saw that those pictures were just infuriating. What saw- in the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> I mean, it kind of it gets down to the point of like if you create a spectacle, 
it's kind of it's kind of the state's sure. fault. It's kind of the people's fault. We, you, the, what we're learning about coronavirus is the people can't be trusted. They can't. Be, we can't be trusted. You can't trust us. And just in general, I mean, I mean people will not yeah. do what's good for them. Yeah. That ship did more harm than good with the amount of people that probably got corona staring at it. Um, here's something that is actually great smart. marketing, though. Great marketing yeah. for the hospital beds. <laughs> There is something really smart about the entire operation. The ship is not expected to, to treat coronavirus patients. It's for people that need a hospital that don't have corona. It seems like someone in charge, obviously not de Blasio, uh, said, hey, guys, <laughs> remember corona spreads fast on ships. So let's have people that don't have corona on the ship that need, you know, hospital beds. So that mm-hmm. is smart. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of hey, speaking of de Blasio, uh, did you see what he tweeted the, uh, yesterday? Or I forget. Recently, he was like, nobody should be looking backwards. At what right. anybody has done. Especially during- about me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, that's good. I like that yeah. from him. Uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, this is a very good thing, and I hope more ships get sent to places that need them, like New York. And once again, shout out to the people operating these ships, as well as the medical staffs. You guys are awesome. Um, and now it's going to get worse. In other updates, the Fed mm. said on Monday unemployment could reach 32% with up to 47 million Americans losing their jobs, in particular just over coronavirus, to go with the normal ebb and flow of unemployment. Uh, over 163,000 people in the U.S. have contracted coronavirus at the time of this recording. That's a lot. Uh, there have been over f- 5,600 reported deaths, which is um, absolutely terrible, but at least the percentages are still kind of low uh, for death. Um, yeah, I mean, otherwise we wouldn't be doing this podcast. If the, if the, if the deaths were way higher, like the percentages, we would just be like, plug, unplug. Uh, we'd be in a sewer, in a sewer somewhere fighting for leftover rats. That's what we'd be doing. We'd Mm -hmm. be, we'd be in a sewer, Pat. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're, we're going to power through, but it's serious stuff. It's very serious business. We did have over 500 deaths in one day in the U S for the first time on Monday. So stay indoors, please. Uh, Dr. James Goodrich who is the top neurosurgeon in the world, um, who separated conjoined twins, whose brains were connected in a 36-hour surgery in 2017, died from the coronavirus. Four of Boston's largest hospitals have reported that 345 hospital workers have contracted coronavirus recently. No. And I don't want to do this update anymore. That's the bad one, though, right there. Is that's, it's, yeah. the, it's the hospital workers that get getting sick because it's so contagious and that's what makes it such a hard thing to deal with. Because and that's where I stopped my research. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm done with the update. That's where I stopped when I read that one. So, so well, that was dark pass Mark. Yeah. Pass that on that re- one. That was extremely was well dark. done. Most of us are fine though. We'll be fine. It wasn't, it wasn't hey, very complete. Episode 400. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard a good I've time. Heard, I've heard, um, the doctors are <laughs> almost the like, amount of doctors in, in Boston that are dying. Episode 400. Yeah. Um, I've heard their, their doctors are, are creating um, like a, a, like home, you know, like sanitary. Like they'll, they'll they're turning their garages into places where they take yeah, all their clothes where they off. Can stay away from the family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they go into the house. It's fu- it's fucking crazy. I think it's called a mud room, Wes. No, mud that's diff- it's a but it's, it's like a, it's like a decontamination yeah. room, like in a hospital style. And also right. some of them are renting like apartments. Like I saw some New Orleans doctors in Louisiana where it's really that's exploded. fun. That's that's fun for the family. Yeah, they're you know, renting apartments so they can stay away from the the family during the thing, which is smart of the doctors. I mean, that's a good good thing. But that they're sacrificing a lot. Healthcare yeah. professionals. I was listening. Wait, they're to sacrificing it. way too much. I was listening to a doctor speak today who kind of put it in really interesting terms that I hadn't thought about before. Which is, uh, we have no antibodies whatsoever to this thing because it's novel. It's new. 
So yeah. therefore, if you come in contact with it, you will be infected. I was like, I mean, that's something we've known, but hearing him put it like that was like, oh, shit, okay. Well, it's true. We have one antibody for it, and that's fucking hand soap. So people should wash their hands and mm-hmm. be very careful when you go why are Why are thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder watching a ship come in? Yeah, they should not be doing I don't. That. All right, let's move on. Maybe they right. thought it was their ship, Mark. Should've you got to watch your ship come in. S- speaking of hand soap, the only antibody we have, uh, let's talk about the tech, the science and the tech we're, we're going to fight this thing with. So treatment updates. I still think the government should just legalize cannabis to counteract all the money losses and help people chill out during these trying times with everybody freaking out. But here's what the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, is actually doing uh, for treatment of coronavirus. So... Um, The vaccine is still 12 to 18 months away. So in the meantime, we're going to need to take pills to get over it if you get it. So on Sunday, the FDA approved an anti-malaria drug uh, to be used in the treatment of COVID-19 for hospitalized patients. So it's an emergency approval for the use on this condition. And it's called uh, hydroxychloroquine sulfate and then also chloroquine phosphate. Uh, Those are being donated by pharmaceutical companies to the U.S. government and other governments around the world. Uh, that's help. nice. That's nice of them, Will, to to donate. That's nice. Well, the sound, well for this now. sounds like deja vu. And, and be careful when you say the name of this, because someone might take this is the fish food one. Right. Yeah. Right. This is the one that was like there was a big to do about it because Trump yeah. mentioned it at a, at a press conference. And then somebody took the fish food version of it. That right. wasn't the medical version of and it. They got and they very died. sick. And one or died. They, the one died. Yeah. The, the husband died and the wife lived. Or right. Vice versa. OK. So, so anyways, this is the only, only the, I'm talking only the pharmaceutical uh-huh. made by Big Pharma and who are now donating it to governments for now. I'm sure it's going to be expensive eventually. Um, so they're giving it to the U.S. government on Sunday. The CEO of uh, Novartis said that, quote, the first data from clinical studies show that hydroxychloroquine kills the coronavirus, unquote. So he's extremely confident that his product is going to do yeah, the that's trick. bold. Yeah. Um, I mean, and what else does it kill, though, is the is the question. Malaria, you. malaria, yeah. and and the human uh, host yeah. that it's that's no, consuming no, no, no. Malaria was it's 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 been an approved drug for malaria. So the, short the and long term memory. Pharmaceutical version <laughs> is relatively safe. We think some studies also indicate that adding a Z pack. You guys know Z pack, right? Yes, oh, of yeah. course. Uh, what, you, what they give you when you get bronchitis or whatever. Adding that on top of hydroxychloroquine uh, is potentially makes it even more effective. Um, and the USA hopes to find out soon because at least a, a thousand patients in New York are already undergoing hydroxychloroquine uh, therapy to determine if it's efficient or Holy not. Holy shit. Elon Musk called this way back on March 16th that this would be the drug. So he knows a thing or two. Um, the cure. What's happening with the cure? Although the vaccine, like I said, is 12 to 18 months away, the big swinging dicks over at Johnson & Johnson and Moderna, big pharma companies, uh, have been awarded with federal contracts to produce a shitload of coronavirus vaccine once it has been created and is able to be produced. Uh, Trump is rebuilding the stockpile and businesses will be cashing in um, and then also giving some business for free, but definitely cashing in. The Johnson & Johnson deal is didn't, worth $1 billion. Didn't Johnson & Johnson just get in trouble in 2019 oh, for giving everyone cancer? In trouble. Like, always in trouble. Class action mm-hmm. after class action, Johnson. Not yeah. Most everyone, not everyone. Um, most people cancer. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, just only only half of us. Uh, uh, equipment Did updates. you use talcum powder near your vagina in the yeah. years... <laughs> 2000 yeah. to 2018. Did, did you play a sport between the ages of three and 40? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're going to get sued. Surely this uh, vaccine will have something they'll be sued for as well. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it'll just be. I hope it, Johnson and Johnson isn't first to market with their solution is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> they don't it's care. A, yeah, it's, that's, that's nah. the point. It's a never ending cycle of profit and then sued for your profit. I think that's how yeah. big pharma works. All okay. right. On the on the equipment front, other companies are getting involved as well, like Ford and GE. who are going to be making ventilators uh, to provide to U.S. hospitals. They're supposed to make 50,000 by July based on an, a design from a company called Aeron out of Florida. Um, and so that that's good. Uh, and then the my pillow guy. I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, go on. He's. He's making masks for people at the pillow factory in 95 masks. And he drove Twitter absolutely insane because he was at the <laughs> White House press briefing and basically blew Twitter, called it an infomercial that offended their atheist sensibilities because this guy's wildly Christian and was talking about oh, God yeah. a lot. The my pillow a, guy? He wears, yeah. a, he wears a cross hanging out of his bu- uh, buttoned up shirt. He's so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then he was talking about how, you know, Whatever Jesus will get us through. I, I don't know what else, but he was saying that he's giving away uh, masks that he's making at his pillow factory. So red Twitter then mocked blue Twitter for mocking a guy who was giving away free masks. And of mm-hmm. course, uh, they went over the way over the top as well. Like like liberals were taking a jab at the at the Pope by making fun of the my pillow guy. Uh, so just fun at the White House pre- press briefing as usual. Um, and then finally, uh, what science is doing is delivery drones. Uh, right now, the safest way to get your get your products brought to you is from an uninfected delivery driver who's like using precautions with gloves and masks. You don't uh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But huh. but uh, Amazon is trying to take that to the next level of cleanliness with the new drone program called Prime Air. They hired a former Boeing executive. Uh, David Carbon, hilarious name, to be the head of the drone delivery platform that aims to bring customers 30-minute deliveries via local drones, uh, which is scary because yeah. that's you know that's automation taking a shitload of jobs. But that's also, this is, is it's going to take out a ton of birds. Now, Will, if, if for sure, if my delivery mm. driver shows up and he has uh, or she has translucent gloves on, that means she's not infected, right? No, oh, that means that's she mucus you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that uh, dr- delivery personnel, I think, should be provided by their companies with latex gloves and N95 masks so that if they are infected and they come to work, they don't spread it to the people that they are going to. But we're going to oh, yeah. get I think we have more to talk about about that. We will. Oh, yeah. We will. We, Pat, we do. Pat, Pat brings up a good point, though. Translucent phlegm. Or clear phlegm, you're okay. Yellow phlegm, not great. Green phlegm, you have corona or bronchitis or something. Well, you can still it still stays in any kind of phlegm. I thought I right. thought you were saying gloves. You said gloves, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but no, I, no. I was trying to read between the lines and give a little PSA. I was talking snot, just about clear snot is okay. Yellow snot is uh, not great. Green snot is your you've a lung infection with yeah. Snot. snot is very enlightened. It sees no color. Yeah. Um, I mean. Corona does. Excuse me. Corona is very enlightened. It'll it'll attach as Wes said to any color phlegm. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. Ah. Uh, what are you disagree. talking about, Mark? It'll, disagree. It, it won't. You can't get Corona from a clear. No, I'm phlegm. saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. If you're snotting and and you look at the color of your snot, if your snot is green, you're in trouble. Huh? Well, that's, that just well, means you that's, have an infection. That's an infection. Yeah. You have an infection. Yes. I, 
Well, I, I we're talking about the, giving it to people. I heard the. Oh no, no, I'm, were, I'm just talking about like you, if yourself, yourself yeah, isolating. Yeah. If you want to know, if no you have, business, no business talking about. This. You're right. I don't right. think that this is this is not scientific. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to that. Green phlegm's bad. Mm-hmm. You think so? This is you heard okay. it here green, first. Green phlegm is bad. I yes. heard that the sick people were spitting up pink. Well, anything clear is fine. Is all I'm saying. That's kind of uh, that's kind of festive. Hmm. Oh, because okay. it's blood. No, it's not. Yeah, shit. All right. Well, that's that's it, guys. That's okay. all we got. I mean, that's uh, that's we got we got drugs. We got vaccines coming. We got the pillow guy making masks, uh, ventilators from Ford, and then delivery drones. So that's what any word on has. whether GM's going to make ventilators? Because I'm not. I'm just not a Ford guy. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just just Ford and GE. It looks like okay. people should leave the pillow guy alone because he's trying to give people sleep during this hard time and masks during this hard time. Well, I that's don't good know enough for me. I th- apparently he's like a Papa John type character where there's yeah. lots of baggage, you know. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on with the pillow guy, but everybody neither, neither, neither do I. Would everybody you guys lost rather, their minds about the would, pillow guy. Would you guys rather buy a pillow from uh, a hardcore Christian or uh, a hardcore atheist? Who's going to make a better pillow? Christian, I, easily. It's the same principle as Chick Fil A because that. Listen, they're gonna that that chicken. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of. They're, they're just gonna perfect that chicken. And I just trust a Christian to make a comfortable pillow. It seems a lot like yeah. a chicken sandwich. Yeah, you'd think that, but my, um, I actually was gifted a my pillow, and that thing is a piece of shit. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, whoever makes the ordering decisions from the Holiday Inn Express, I don't know if you stayed there recently, but uh-uh. those are about three hundred dollar pillows, and they're fantastic. The room sucks. The pillows are great. I'd like to hear an argument for why an atheist would make a better pillow. You guys got one? No, well, one ha- no one had one, Will. But what's what's this? What are you fishing for here? Well, Pat asked the question. <laughs> I want to counter. I want somebody to go against me here. I, I just I, sound like an asshole. I personally, <laughs> uh, you know, okay, it's tough because because the Christians they're only um, they're only fucking one person, and we know if you do that, you get bored with it. So maybe they really like need a pillow to enjoy a lot more. So like their pillows are going to be better. Whereas like an atheist is fucking whatever it wants, wherever it wants, whenever it wants. And sleep is the last thing on its mind. So it can deal with like a less quality pillow. I think that's one one argument for the Christians. No, I go ahead. Both both your arguments suck. Well, Hmm. I was going to say, I think an atheist would make a better pillow because, you know, Christians, they they go to bed sound asleep knowing they're going to go to heaven no matter what happens. When an atheist probably worried go. about what's going to happen so a little more on his mind to go to sleep so he needs a little more comfortable pillow and no good, atheist good is worried yeah. atheists just think nothing happens after i mean if they were worried well, they would just join christianity well but that settles it though wes had the best argument so yeah. atheists make better pillows so done all right so don't buy my pillow yeah. we didn't give any other religions a shot besides christianity <laughs> though so that's kind of messed up on our part so yeah yeah Sorry. well those eastern religions it's it's they're real thin pillows man you don't want to <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right, everyone. Uh, shit is certainly uh, still hitting the fan. And with President Trump extending the CDC social distancing distancing past Easter, uh, you may want to get your Easter ham and egg coloring supplies now because another panic rush is likely upon us as several big companies are facing strikes, walkouts and sick outs. Uh, basically, it's the employees hoping uh, that they have their employers by the nuts and wanting some extra shit for being on the front lines with the essential workers during this pandemic. And I don't blame them one bit. Um, so first let's cover Instacart. If you don't use Instacart or know what it is, I highly recommend it. They do your shopping for you and deliver your groceries for a very small fee, especially when you go in and change the default tip amount to a lesser value. It's fabulous. Whoa, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've personally been, been over tipping delivery drivers during this. Yes. 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 Of course. Obviously. 
Uh, also, I don't know, man. I think you're gonna have to show us your history. Also, I, 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 go ahead. Huh? Uh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I, I I have been tipping normally, but I don't think I mean t- fucking twelve dollars for a grocery delivery. That's also we're gonna get to it, but now is not the good. <laughs> The good time to advise people to join Instacart, right? Like, no, they should no. have been with Instacart now. Yeah, well, I'll get into it. So uh, that tip amount is one of the issues at the forefront of their strike, which I'll get to. So mm-hmm. Instacart employees came forth with several demands for their overlords and uh, officially went on strike yesterday. And many of the ma- demands were simply unaddressed and scoffed at. So what do they want? Well, first, they want some goddamn hand sanitizer and wipes. To protect themselves against the virus as they mm-hmm. shop and deliver people's groceries. This would, of course, also, as Will said, protect all of its customers and would prevent us from uh, treating their bags like they contain a bomb, like I currently do now. Um, the company has said they ordered hand sanitizer and wipes for all of its employees so to, to shut the hell up, everyone. So victory there, even though the employees have been asking for weeks, but it took the strike to, for them actually yeah. to say, OK, we yeah, ordered that's it. A, that's a sign of somebody who is not. Who's being uh, reactive, not proactive here? This yes, exactly. Well, that, all That's these a kick are, in the all teeth. All these are too. well, but this this is reasonable, but it's a logistical nightmare to get. Yeah, on. but how 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 bad does it suck if you're fucking? So Instacart employees are going to grocery stores and they're walking by the hand sanitizer and the wipes, but they can't steal it. The well, they, to, they they can use it though. They, but they, they have a local. It. It's, it's theft. Instacart no, Instacart use- has a location in most places, like one small office, I'm, right. I'm assuming, where they could have latex gloves, hand sanitizer, masks, that kind of shit, that if drivers felt like they needed to be protected during this time, they could come pick right. them up. And as, yeah. Wes, as Wes could tell you, because he's left the house every day for the past 17 days, gro- <laughs> grocery stores in general in public locations inside the grocery store have hand sanitizers at most places, at most checkouts. Right, at- right. Yeah. Especially at the uh, self checkout, that's yeah, exactly. usually right at the end there. Um, so they uh, they're also requesting an additional five bucks per order on top of the standard rate, and also extended pay for employees who are affected by the virus. Instacart there you is, go. Yeah, Instacart is currently paying um, employees who get the virus and and who can prove it um, and have to quarantine up to two weeks of pay. Um, but employees say it's not enough. Another step uh, the company made is to set up uh, the default tip amount, which we went over to what the customer previously tipped, which is uh, stupid because if the person is a cheap son of a bitch, it will not it will just uh, default to cheap son of a bitch. Um, and that, that's the tip they get. Um, Instacart also said it would make it harder for customers to tip nothing, but have not completely removed that option. So if you want to tip nothing, you still can, but be sure to change that tip back to zero on the next one because they are now defaulting the tip amount to a minimum of 5%. Um, so that's, it's still, if you, if someone's going to try to fuck you over on this app, they, they still can. It's not, it's not a for sure tip. Shouldn't it just be like a. You pay a percentage of the delivery. Yeah, I mean they should just make a default. That's it is well, that's 15, well, well, that, well, that's how it started. It, it first started where, where you had to pay a default amount, um, or yeah. it was at least a lot easier to. And then Instacart changed it to that tip amount from the same exact user vantage point became the service fee that one hundred percent went to the company. Mm-hmm. And you had to go to a separate screen, which was almost impossible to find to tip uh, the, to tip the so driver. It's corporate greed screwing Cor- over corporate the Corporate greed and Instacart has been crazy. Uh, my household, which we'll get to, has received multiple checks from Instacart because there was lawsuits. Cities Instacart is is a shitty company. They're like corporate greed, like crazy. Interesting. Uh, and supply demand capitalism. They're they're sec- the, the Instacart users uh, or shoppers second demand of more money and higher tip rate was good, but they should have shot higher. Do yeah. they? Um, oh fuck! What was I going to ask? Uh, 
it, never mind. I'll, I'll get back to it. I lost it. All right. So um, the spokesperson for the for the shoppers um, had this to say of the concessions, of which no mention of hazard pay was addressed in the statement that the company put out on their website. Quote, Instacart has still not provided essential protections to shoppers on the front lines that could prevent them from becoming carriers, falling ill themselves or worse. They are profiting astronomically off of us, literally risking our lives, all while refusing to provide us with effective protection, meaningful pay and meaningful benefits. So, um, you know, I agree they should be paid. Yeah, a lot more money. Uh, but I got the I got it back. This is okay. the real What's question, up? though, mm-hmm. yep. is the supply and demand. Like Mark said, do they have tons of people who want to be Instacart drivers right now because they got laid off from something else? And so uh, because of that, good question. You know, that is a I'm good question. Sure. Instacart came out with an article last week that said they wanted to hire 300,000 new people, but everyone's on strike as of Monday. So that's a, that's a question to be to be determined. Well, it's a good right. question. That's how it's going to play out, because if yep. they have enough people that want to work for them and don't give a shit about this stuff, then it doesn't That's matter. a very important question, but then it goes to the quality of those new users that can't be trained, the new shoppers. Yeah. It's, 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 there's a lot that goes into that. It's like yeah. the Meals on Wheels. People want to volunteer, but they can't because they exactly. can't have that many people in the training facility, so they, they just can't be hired. Similar so. for all these drive, you yeah. know, delivery driving companies. That it's right. going to be. I could that. fucking do Instacart tomorrow with no training. Sorry, no, uh, you couldn't. What's What's the list? I get <laughs> the could, stuff. I bring couldn't. it to your house. It, it, it's essentially my mother's <laughs> been training me for it my whole fucking life. Hey, can you go to the store? Here's yeah. a list. Get exactly this, this shit. That's what I'm saying. This is the This is the counter to why, why would, the strike might not work. You, you would ring the doorbell in a note you didn't read that says baby sleeping, and you would you would. Get Are it. you fucking kidding me? I'm very <laughs> thorough, and I've been a delivery driver many <laughs> no, many times. No, I would crush it. Are you telling me? Okay. It doesn't take a ton it's, of training, but you it's can't hard. do it no training. Yeah. It's undoubtedly a really hard job. That's Pat, you wouldn't so. be able to deal with all the people that are nitpicky about which you would, products I agree. I agree there are assholes in every fucking thing. Customer service sucks. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I'm not saying it's, it's going to be a breeze. I'm, yeah. I, it's going to suck, but I could do it, and I could do it really well. Yes, you, well, could, there, you could probably there's do it. To, to Will's argument, we'll see. All right. Uh, no, Pat's I've been Sounds in like customer a service roles with Pat, Pat before. He's a customer service guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm a CSG. Well. Everyone knows that. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Next, Whole Foods employees organized a nationwide sick out, um, a.k.a. an aggressive day off, to make some demands of their own. The sick out is supposed to happen today, where all employees will, will call out sick as a sign of solidarity solidarity for its employees who are homesick with the virus, and they have a number of demands. First, that's, that's not happening. Yeah, first, they that's want... That's a fucking pussy. That's a pussy. That's a pussy demonstration. I'm sorry. Just say say you're on strike. Instead, you're going to call and lie. Well, I get. I don't know. Well, I'll get. I'll get to why they're doing. I'll get. I'll get to why they're doing that. If you stand uh, for them, stand for them. Don't. Well, I'm not feeling good. Well, I'll get good to point. why they're doing that. Um, so first, they want paid leave for all employees who have gotten sick or are in quarantine during this pandemic. Second, they want free virus testing for all of its employees. And third, they want to be paid double um, as hazard pay See, for coming to work. There you go. See, Instacart yeah. asked for five dollars more. That's what I'm talking about. Shoot for the moon. Yeah. Double um, pay. And it's, in a statement by its employees, they said, quote, COVID-19 is a real threat to the safety of our workplace and customers. Um, uh, the, the, the whole, I guess, the national worker group that organized this sick out. Uh, we cannot wait for politicians, institutions or our own management to step in and protect us. So um, Whole Foods in recent weeks did raise the hourly pay by two bucks, which is, again, what Will was saying. It's kind of like, a you know, they were forced to That's do this. That's a fuck you. 
Yeah, um, as well as provide two weeks paid sick leave for those who tested positive for the virus. That's why they want everyone to get tested for free because some of them think they have the virus, can't prove it. They have to come to fucking work. Um, It also said it would not penalize workers for calling out sick, which is why they're doing the sick out thing because they're not going to get in trouble for it. Um, But said you can bet your ass if you do call out sick and don't have the virus, you'll be the first one on the chopping block when this thing is all over. Um, To be clear, Wes, Amazon raised pay by $2 because for the few people living under a rock, Amazon old Amazon owns right. owns yeah. Whole Foods and has right. for and again, several years. Again, Wes, right. back to my point. If you want to demonstrate, the whole point of protesting is to get in trouble, not to mm-hmm. find a loophole where you kind of <laughs> protest and you don't get in trouble. If you want to stand up for your fellow worker, you stand the fuck up for your fellow worker. Right. Now, I will say this is so, dope because yeah. because and and uh, we saw that we saw the the Corona relief bill where the both the House and the Senate, well, mostly the Senate, were trying to disallow uh, hourly workers from getting an extended uh, paid leave because they thought it would incentivize them. This is the one time when the uh, the little man is king and the little man needs to take fucking full advantage well, here. The little man's never king. But I don't yeah. know if the little man is they're, king. They're, never, they're never king. But there are two smart things that Whole Foods people did, workers did, that uh, Instacart didn't. And there's one smart thing that Instacart did that Whole Foods didn't. Two smart things Whole Foods did was ask for double pay instead of like an increase in $5. And they also used terminology like it is very clear that some of us will lose our lives over the coronavirus while working at our jobs by doing our jobs. That terminology, boom, powerful. Asking for double pay, smart. Instacart asked for $5 an hour, but Instacart struck where Mm -hmm. where Whole Foods and Amazon did one day sick thing. So if if you combine that, those thoughts then you have a powerful movement also Wes, for the amazon is uh is that the whole company or is that just the factories no it's just a factory in staten island which i'll get to and also pat okay. to your point a lot of these fucking people don't want to be doing this they're scared of losing their goddamn job they right. and they, there's they, other people that want jobs right exactly sure. so understood like, understood i'm just saying like there's a reason that strikes work in a certain way and it's because yeah. you need to stand up and be i'm not look at strikes are fucking hard they're hard ass things to do i'm not saying they're yeah. easy they're yeah. hard as shit but I I also, I, you know. is Instacart uh, like the like the number one national grocery delivery chain? I, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I believe couldn't so, answer yeah. that. Couldn't answer that question. Amazon might have. Amazon has more to lose from a PR perspective. Shipped. I don't know. Uh, I, I think Instacart's top two, top three. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, next time you go into Whole Foods and pay an astronomical price for some grass fed beef, be sure to thank the checkout person for their service because they are you know technically risking their their lives by going to work. Well, um, you, you know, I think that they'll probably put something. There's a fourth stimulus bill that's going to be going out, and I would imagine that they're going to put stuff in here about um, m- minimum protections for people in essential services. Yeah. Well, like, look, I'll tell you, you know. what. I mean, if these if these major fucking companies, workers are striking, striking and then Will brought up the scab comment. But if people can't get their yeah. fucking groceries delivered or can't even buy groceries because the stores aren't open, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, a, that's, that's the honestly, the that's government a huge has to fucking deal with problem. That shit in some yeah, that's what we're form. saying. That's what he's saying with the four stimulus check. But that might be too late if they're already talking about uh, fucking striking at these two large companies. Uh, pre-stimulus check one in the bank account, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, they might just come together and, like, have, you know, meetings and be like, all right, who doesn't give a fuck about being here? Um, and we'll, we'll pay you a little extra and have some, like, just bare minimum, bare bones people there. Um, who knows? I don't know. I don't um, think the execs but- are going to go in. No, I don't think so either. They've, oh, they've been working from home already. Well, from home, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to go in the store. 
Yeah. Um, and finally, Amazon, which owns Whole Foods, as Mark said, probably Instacart, too. Who knows? Had a small organized. No, not Instacart yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, they had a small organized strike at their Staten Island warehouse location for many of the same reasons as the other companies. Better sick leave, hazard pay, and they want their warehouse closed for a thorough cleaning with pay while that occurs because one of the employees tested positive for COVID-19 last week. Uh, but guess what? The man who organized the strike in Staten Island, Chris Smalls, has been fired by the company, um, citing Mr. Smalls, quote, received multiple warnings for violating social distancing guidelines. Um, getting them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, because he was in contact with the positive individual, they wanted to say, quote, despite the that instruction to stay home with pay, he came on site today, uh, which yesterday, further putting the team at risk. So um, this is unacceptable. And we have determined we have terminated his employment as a result of this multiple safety issues. A.K.A. He spoke up too much. He had a loud yeah. mouth. He's lucky Bezos didn't whack him. Yeah. yeah. They they literally him. like. They put. They took out a giant cardboard cutout of Bezos's dick and slapped <laughs> yeah, him out of the yeah, door exactly. with it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, his low, low. His what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah, exactly. This guy, this guy already lost fifty billion from this picture that we're slapping you with. What are you gonna do to him? Right. What do you, do you expect a fucking Staten Island worker to not come bring the heat to you? Is that like you can't fire a guy? Well, I don't blame them. They, there was a worker in their warehouse that fucking tested positive. They want that place cleaned. Um, I mean, they sh- they should be cleaned, but. Uh, and they were going to use any excuse to get rid of the guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, as as usual, he said Amazon rather sweep the problem under the rug and act to keep the workers and community safe. So be on the lookout for a GoFundMe for him soon. And, I mean, I joke about it, but this is fucked up, and these large corporations need to treat their employees better during this thing, uh, plain and simple. They're going to take a hit, yeah. um, but we're talking about billion-dollar companies here. They can afford it, and they will recover just fine. I will say that I don't I don't have a lot of research in all these different industries, but it seems like the airlines did a pretty good job of not laying off workers pre first even knowing about the bill. Maybe some people behind the scenes like the CEOs knew the bill was coming, but they didn't know the bailout was coming, at least on, to the public. And they didn't they didn't fire anyone. Yeah. Um, they knew these, it was gro- coming. these grocery stores better fucking get on the on the on the fucking ball and they better start paying their people more and they better yeah. start treating them better. And they, yeah. you know, I'm sure they'll get bailed out. They have to. We already talked about it. But they better start fucking treating their people better. Delivery. The, airline, the airlines have always known that they are a cog in the economic wheel, that they can't be shut down because they both are a and, big business. And, and then now big business. grocery stores should fucking realize that. See, this is the first time we're, we're, we're uh, approaching this problem. That's why. All right, guys, like most states around the nation, New Jersey has issued a stay at home order to help curb the spread of coronavirus. Uh, But being that the population of New Jersey sees itself uh, collectively as a grown ass man, the shelter in place order has been perceived by the people of New Jersey as, quote, uh, someone trying to tell me how to do me. Uh, And the New Jersey residents have naturally been rebelling against the order, making things just collectively worse. Uh, And over the weekend, New Jersey Attorney General's office released a cry for help in the form of a list of alleged offenses, mostly from South Jersey, uh, specifically that have been <laughs> taking place. Well, everyone should be staying home, and I'm going to read you this. Was that, was that like a shot at Philly versus New York, or was that like no? This that? is specifically a lot of the offenses are taking place in South Jersey. This is just this is just the nature of makeup of New Jersey. Will uh, <laughs> the further south Fair. you go. Anyway, okay, guys, so 34-year-old Adrian Morris wasn't going to let a global pandemic mess with business as usual as she allegedly went out drinking with a friend and crashed her car. Uh, and then on Tuesday, 25-year-old Carmen J. Fasanella allegedly went to uh, the Waterford home of a woman and assaulted her. Uh, there, now you got your, now you've got a reason to quarantine. 
from uh, six from six feet away? Was he like throwing things at him? No, no, no. He punched Whoa. her in the face. Twenty-four-year-old oh. uh, hmm. Carly A. Russell of Pittman, New Jersey, allegedly threw a Molotov cocktail at her boyfriend's house. Uh, I'm guessing because she was mad he wouldn't come over. I uh, saw that one. Yeah, either that or she was trying to clear his home of potential coronavirus with fire. Uh, Mm -hmm. Luckily or Mm -hmm. unluckily for her her boyfriend, the firebomb did not detonate. But that's sad for Carly, who can add improvised explosives to the, uh, I'm sure, long list of things she just can't seem to get right. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. sad. If you can't get a Molotov cocktail right, I mean, you know, well, you're grasping at straws. First, it was high school. Then it was employment. You bring up a good point, Will, but I was going to say, I feel like 50% of people, when they throw a Molotov cocktail, it doesn't explode. I, I don't think people practice enough with them. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary to try, but... Yeah. Who oh, here yeah. Is th- has thrown a Molotov cocktail? I have. I haven't, but I, c- I can't imagine it's difficult. I haven't to a fire pit. Did it work, Mark? Well, yeah, of course it worked. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Okay, continuing on. 33-year-old Zachary Hagen was charged for allegedly spitting on a Gloucester Township police officer and claiming he had the coronavirus. Uh, Hagen is just one of several people accused of spitting on police across the state over the last couple of weeks. Nice, guys. Uh, And was charged with aggravated assault on law enforcement, resisting arrest and uh, endangerment. Uh, This one from my hometown. 50-year-old George Falcone deliberately coughed on an employee of Wegmans in Freehold after a dispute uh, telling the employee that he had corona uh, and then that, quote, they are lucky to have their jobs. Nice. Nice, George. Uh, according Wegmans to the attorney is no general... Place. Wegmans yeah. is no place for that kind of behavior. No, not in Wegmans, not in a clean <laughs> grocery store like that. According to the attorney general, Falcone is one of just or just one of several people statewide that allegedly uh, have coughed with malicious intent in recent days. That's it's a bit of a pandemic taking. That's the worst. People need to knock it the fuck off with that coughing on shit. Yeah. yeah. You're such a dickhead if you do that in any situation. Like if even if you don't agree, like I get a lot of people think that you're making we're making a mountain out of a molehill with this thing. But like still. You shouldn't be coughing on people and spitting on people, even if you think that. That's crazy. Yeah, they think That's they're true. a bunch of like Marvel villains that have now have a superpower or some shit. Yeah. Well, guys, you should tell that to 28-year-old Leah Piazza, uh, who allegedly coughed on a police officer uh, repeatedly during her arrest for drunk driving, telling the cop, quote, by the way, I have a coronavirus in Saturday, yeah, uh, right before being and charged so with you. DWI and false public right. alarm. Uh, guys, this was no doubt a result of the bogus cures for DUI that have been spreading across New Jersey social media for weeks now. Um, one woman allegedly told emergency dispatchers she had the virus in an effort to close down Essex County College. Uh, which to me sounds like maybe she just didn't study for the test. Yeah, I mean uh, that one. That one sounds like the most reasonable one so far. Well, 62-year-old David Maring, the operator of Rack and Roll Billiards in, uh, Hall in Washington Township, said, I got your essential businesses right here before being charged with obstruction uh, of the administration of law for refusing to close his, close his pool hall after multiple warnings. The, the list continues, guys, but New Jersey is not handling stay-in-place or shelter-in-place uh, orders very well at all. A billiards hall, huh? Yeah, you don't want to get put under that the 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 actual like lockdown like they are Jersey, Connecticut, and New York. Yeah. Oh, I won't name the uh, company because I bought, uh, well, pretty much naming them. I brought bought a uh, drive-through daiquiri from there recently, but we Mm -hmm. called them this weekend and we're like, "Are you still open to do the daiquiri thing?" And the (laughs) lady goes, "Uh, yeah," and we're not 
closing ever. <laughs> like like I was like working for like the Austin Town Hall, like something. And I was like, I just want to know. I just want to know if I can get a hundred ounce daiquiris to go. That sounds <laughs> sounds like an essential service to me. So it was, I mean, well, know. it was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was like, lady, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write you out. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Before I get into this next story, let's take a minute to talk about something that anyone having difficulty sleeping, Wes, or with a bit of stress may want to listen to. Wes's sleep schedule. Countless (laughs) products promise to promote wellness. Drastic diets, extreme fitness routines, over-the-top supplement regimens, the list never ends. Who says taking care of yourself needs to be so hard? Well, what's great about CBD is that it helps you feel better without making drastic changes to your routine. Mm. Meet Caliper a better way to consume CBD way better than those droppers that taste not great. Uh, you get all the benefits of CBD in a tasteless dissolvable powder that uh, your body absorbs more rapidly. So you can feel better naturally without upending your lifestyle. Wes, are you listening? Yes, I am. And I've tried it and they work fabulous. I was about to ask. You've tried this, right? I have two. They're, they're, they're currently over at the studio. The samples are of the studio. So I haven't so, been able to get in. No, get you guys them. took them all. I didn't even so get pa- to try one. Oh, Wait, we did not. You don't have them. All right, Pat we got to find out who's got them because Wes needs them now. And Pat, yeah. I think they could help you at nighttime too. Get, I'm get looking at the shelf eye. where they once were. Well, um, I can tell you, I took uh, four home, two for me and my wife. We consumed all four within 48 hours. They were awesome, and there was a like 60 in the box. So. Yeah, last well, time okay, I took some, so there was, there's, there's there plenty were, at your house, Pat. Was just misplaced. So I have tried them, like Wes has, uh, and they work almost instantly. It relaxes you, it calms you, it also dissolves right into a glass of water instantly. Minimal stirring needed, if at all. Just drop it in your drink and down it. Uh, oh, and it's tasteless, not like it's got no class. It's oh, that's like, the best part. It's odorless, it tastes CBD? like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've tried it too, right? Right. Compared to other CBD products, it tastes a billion times better. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's basically like drinking, you know, whatever you're drinking. It doesn't have a, a taste. Caliper mm-hmm. with a P. CBD is not only great for snoozing and relaxing, but if you're one of the psychos that works out in a global pandemic, it's great for muscle aches. Caliper is the first to provide consistent, convenient, and precise CBD in a water-soluble powder, which is awesome. Just mix with any food or drink and enjoy the benefits. No weird taste, no oily residue or mouth or mouth feel. Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes. For me, it was less. That's about twice as fast as CBD oil. It's clinically proven that your body absorbs 450% more CBD with Caliper compared to tinctures. Uh, get 25% off your first order when you use promo code FACTOR at Ooh. tricaliper.com slash FACTOR. Caliper CBD. C-A-L-I-P-E-R is so sure you'll love the product. They even offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's trycaliper.com slash factor. Don't forget promo code factor to get that 20% off your first order. It's great for quarantine. Okay, guys, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun with the coronavirus. I'm talking about best coronavirus conspiracies. Are you with me? Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. let's get into it. Okay. Wait, I'm, I'm out of weed, though, so... Well, right, cool. try Continue. some of that. Try some of that caliper. It'll relax you. It'll relax I, the I mind. knew where the fuck it was. Okay. Yeah, there's no THC oh. in it, by the way. All right. So the number one con- coronavirus conspiracy, and this one is just batshit crazy, guys, is that the Chinese government is purposely reporting misinformation about the number of people that have tested positive there and the number of people that have died in China. Some people think they're reporting lower than actual numbers. That this is the crazy one. Tinfoil hat shit right there, right? <laughs> Where's your source on this? Are you guys ready? Because that was number one. I mean, are you okay? Are you okay? Was, I don't know. That's that was so crazy. <laughs> I don't know sure if we can really move on from that one. I'll try to top it. Okay. <laughs> what are we all in a snow globe? I mean, that was nuts. Uh, I you're know talking about, you're talking about China, right? Talking about China. 
Okay. But Gina. But next one might be even crazier. Popular conspiracy theory here amongst the very sign, the very sound minds of QAnon followers is that mm. coronavirus was created in 2018 by the government with the help of Bill and Melinda Gates, who plan on profiting off the vaccine. All right. Yeah. I'm listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. So like the number one QAnon guy said that there was this thing uh, passed in 2015 that they were working on. That was for um, it ended up being for SARS. Like if you try to debunk it, but it was like a for coronavirus and that Bill and Melinda Gates's um, organization funded it. Uh, which they didn't. But yeah, so like he was quitting Microsoft for that charity. Um, <laughs> it doesn't seem so considerate and, and charitable now because he was going to quit Microsoft to make trillions when he, he went, made the virus. Because he made the he's, vaccine for the virus. He's got the vaccine. <laughs> yes, yes. He needs Johnson more money. And Johnson is being paid to pay Correct. Bill Gates back for the vaccine. So Q- QAnon hates Bill Gates. I and see. To make so all- $1 billion. Yes. That's one more than the 77 other billions he's got. It seems like all QAnon those TED has- Talks yeah. And, yeah. and trips to trips to Africa trying to solve the uh, drinking water crisis. That was a slow play. I get it now. Okay. QAnon's got a hard throw on you for off, Gates. Throw you off the scent. Maybe Gates was pissed that Bezos took over his wealthiest man. That's making a lot of sense to me. I mean, yeah. he'd be, he'd be uh, not closer at all to Jeff Bezos in terms of being the richest man alive if he got the money for the vaccine. So he would never, he would never be second wealthiest ever again. Uh, if right. you want to know more about that one, join a QAnon group on Facebook. There are quite a few of them. Thanks Zuckerberg. Uh, if nothing else that will make you laugh while you're self isolating. Here's another one. Although like yeah. I got to admit the allure of the Q, you know, I mean like there's just something about that Q that just like, it makes you think like, oh, maybe they got something going on. Yeah. I mean, who cares at this point if they're right? Great. But again, just join their, <laughs> join their group. It's fun to, fun to read the shit. Here's another one. If you can't hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing, you have the coronavirus. This one was just a typo that went viral. Turns out the, origina- <coughs> the originator meant to say hiccups, but he, he, he had coronavirus on the brain typo. Um. We'll slip up. Yeah. If you can't hold your breath oh. for 10 seconds without hiccuping, you have the coronavirus. Um, uh. Get it? Got no, it. I, so I, it has nothing to do with how long you can hold your breath. No, it, it doesn't. It, and the, the hiccup thing was made up, too, but it has nothing to do. But it, with presumably you now hold, hear me out on this one, though. Presumably, if you could hold your breath a really long time, you wouldn't have it because, I mean, like it's a long. Well, infection. well, I think that Michael Phelps could have the coronavirus and hold his breath for like three minutes. You know what I mean? Like, it depends yeah. on your your, wow. your lung that's shape. That's not fair. You I mean, live you not... live if you live in altitude. I think you can hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing. That it, It's it's completely not true. What else we mm. got here? Uh, coronavirus will be defeated by heat. Hmm. No, no, it won't. It's been 90 degrees in Austin, Texas the past several days, and we have uh, no new cases of coronavirus in Travis County or very few. Also, cruise ships are loaded with coronavirus. Don't you think they just send everyone to the pool deck? Have you ever been on a cruise? The sun is like in every single one of your holes. Mm. So just be like, get up on the pool deck. Let's bake this fucking coronavirus out well, of here. Well, they should be outside, shouldn't they, in general? Like, right. Instead of, well, no, I well, guess they the quarantine inside their bunks. But mm-hmm. if the heat, if the heat, if you're out in the ocean and the heat in the Caribbean, that would knock it out. Also, heat and blow dryers, another conspiracy theory, have no effect on this fucking virus. Look, mm-hmm. there are several more conspiracy theories. You guys can go down a rabbit hole. I did. It's mm. fun. But let me go into a conspiracy theory. I came up all by myself, if, if you will. Oh. If you will. Okay. Oh, all right. You guys sure. interested? Yeah, well, I will. Please do. Pat, not, you interested? I'm, I'm going to be honest. But I'm not that. Okay. okay. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think is happening. I think that maybe some companies or people 
or powers that be are trying to introduce automation for profit and a lot of profit and thought that the people will lose their minds if this happens and they will revolt. So they introduced the virus. What does the virus do? It kills old people, mainly, who are the people that would oppose legislation on automation and have the toughest, toughest time adapting to it. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Old people. Uh-huh. I mean, look, look, look what's happening um, in the earlier story tonight. Human beings in retail grocery delivery are striking. They're asking for too much pay now. Uh, you think a drone, what was it called? Prime Air would ask for too much pay. Does a drone cough on your package? Does a drone cough or spit it on it? not. No. So that not sounds yet. like it would, be, it would be pretty cool to have a drone, right? The handshake's going away. Really? That narrative is being discussed and like thrown out there like that's like common, common shit now. You know who oh. wouldn't want to shake your hands? A robot. Uh, Boston, Dy- <laughs> Boston Dynamics got these robots doing agility drills everywhere. It's just to, to deliver packages, in my opinion, without scaring the shit out of you. Uh, like when they like walk up to your door like a robot, like they'll walk up. Oh, like, my God. Like normal. How, uh, how or, awesome yeah. on this on this point? How yeah. awesome would it be? Right. So like if you're a robot and you know that no matter how fast you're running, how aggressively you're moving towards your goal mm-hmm. target location that you're not going to run into a person or a thing. Like, how right. awesome would it be to see a robot designed like a human running like 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 a full like Ray Rice specifically like Ray right. Rice at your door to drop your package? Exactly, just dodging what whatever uh, <laughs> exactly, obstacle is Pat. in its way. That's why Boston That'd be so really fun. Right. That's why it's okay because they're releasing all these videos letting you know that the thing running at you at full speed will not hurt you or your pets. Totally or, safe. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally safe. Uh, also, everyone's getting alone and self-isolation, getting lazy, less human contact. I bet automation is going to start sounding real nice pretty soon. Interesting. I, mm. You know, I, certainly who, a good so time who, to introduce Who started it. the virus in that case then? I, again, at the top, I said uh, a company or people or the powers that be. I cannot speak to that. I can the only powers speak, that be. I can only okay. speak to my theory being 100% correct. The thing, <laughs> the thing is, if it hasn't happened already, the robots are going to take over the people, the powers that be in that situation. So it's, it's not a good move by them, but it's what's happening. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. certainly a good time to introduce all this stuff. You know, yeah, get, talking get tri- little... talking trillions of dollars. The robots are going to have one weakness, though, and we're going to figure it out. I'm excited. I hope I, for one, am kind of hoping that's the case because I'm ready for the robot war. Didn't sound so didn't sound so crazy, did it? How awesome would it be if if the robot's flaw was homophobia? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Like you just had to get gay on them? You just have to get gay. They like they they stop killing you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just keep making moves on them. Something tells me it's going to be like uh, water or something like that, where you yeah. just uh, douse them in water and they short circuit. Uh, and hacking, hacking their mainframe. A good net. <laughs> yeah. <And> net. <laughs> yeah, good old net. Stop them right in their tracks. <laughs> it's a <laughs> classic <laughs> net. <laughs> like a butterfly or a dog. Yeah. Pretty easy. Dress, right. Dressing like a robot. <laughs> you know my weakness. <laughs> Okay. Yesterday we did a little talk about what you what you do while you're bored on quarantine, and today we're going to go expand on that specifically about the gaming w- world because on Saturday, the U.S. ambassador to the World Health Organization, Ray Chambers, he tweeted this: "We're at a crucial moment in defining outcomes of this pandemic. Games industry companies have a global audience. We encourage all to hashtag play a part together." 
More physical distancing plus other measures will help flatten the curve and save lives. So we've got a challenge on our hands. We need to stay inside and game uh, or we're going to be murderers, according to Ray Chambers. So uh, you need to to stay inside, according to the World Health Organization, and, and play video games. In other video game news, Nintendo is allegedly focusing on pushing out new and old Mario games all throughout 2020 for the Switch. Nice. Uh, but most importantly, Amazon is offering buy two, get one free for both video games and board games right now. So we have to talk a little bit about what if, would you guys do? If delivered by drone. No, I yeah. think still oh, by oh, hand. Okay, okay. Still by hand currently in okay. the future by drone, the near future. But guys, like if we are talking, you have like say you have to spend four weeks inside sulking by yourself and, and doing nothing else. What video games would you suggest for somebody who's in that situation? Go ahead, Pat. All right, well, look, if you haven't played the greatest game of all time yet, Red Dead Redemption, you need to do that. Because there's just not a better game ever made, in my opinion. Rockstar 2, excuse me. Rockstar Games is the fucking shit. They've been the shit since Grand Theft Auto 1. Uh, I, I played through that game. It was great. I'm now on just Call of Duty all day long. Uh, I'm getting a little bored. I could use a strategy game, but I'll kick it over to Mark, who's the strategy game guy. Mm. Well, yeah, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out. You like keep trying. You keep trying. You keep pushing since the since well, the eleventh grade. No, no, no. You've been no. pushing it, Final it, Fantasy look, VII on me. This is only for I, people that played Final Fantasy VII. If if you played, I, I told it, you I don't stop, like Japan. Stop, stop! If you haven't played it, then stop talking. Stop listening. I'm talking mm. to the listeners too. I'm not going to try to convince you to play the best game of all time in the remake. If you know, <laughs> you know. If you know, you know. I played the demo and the music alone. It moved instantly, and just my dick was wagging through the whole demo. Now it's it's going to be a three part series of a game, so I don't know. You're not going to get the satisfaction of beating the entire game until 2022, probably. But I will be getting the Final Fantasy VII remake. Also, Cyberpunk 27 2077's coming out. Uh, the people that make The Witcher, that's coming out in September. That's gonna be good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, Wes. You got any, uh, your video game? Uh, I, I am I am absolutely not a big video game guy. We have a Switch in the house with little guy. I am definitely a Nintendo guy. I like the Mario Karts. I like the tennis. I like the simple stuff. Role playing games, not my thing. So, um, yeah. but you know, I'm glad to hear Nintendo's bringing out some of the old games. So anything Nintendo that's easy to pick up and play, and I don't need to like read a bunch of shit every time I go visit like a fucking treasure chest or whatever, like a fucking yeah. shed. So- Got to read all, all this three. literature yeah. in the game. Yeah, I got to want to read. We got, we got all three represented there, basically. I think that, uh, you know, basically like the, the, the novice slash playing with the family, the um, community FPS style, and then the, and then the solo RPG. So what about I you, Will? That, well, I, I'm a fan of all types, uh, all of those types. I think that anybody can use gaming to waste time, no matter which one of those styles you like to play. If you want to get into like the first-person shooter style, like Call of Duty, like Pat was talking about, any online gaming community is awesome. I used to play Destiny and do raids with people. That soaks up hours and hours and what hours. What was your crew called, Will? Uh, I don't fucking remember. I don't think we had a name necessarily. Mm-hmm. but uh, the, anyways, the virgins. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, no, we were all too old to be virgins, so the the, the, the fingers only crew, the late bloomers. Yeah, so uh, so that's back when I had free time. That was fun, but I hear Call of Duty is fun too. I'm sure they're not virgins on there, and Fortnite also not virgins, right? Um, sure. Uh, By the way, I, I launched a. Uh, I'm waiting for you guys to join. I launched a, a clan in Call of Duty. It's the Hard F Clan. 
Uh, oh. I'm the only one in it right now. You're the you guys ma- don't play- a clan of one. Yeah, See, well, not for now. If you're going to get into one of these games, I would suggest trying to link up with people on Reddit or something. Get more than a clan of one going, Pat. Will, you're gonna... what about Ocarina of Time? Well, oh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. All right. So it doesn't oh. all have to be first person shooters. If you want to get into a community game, you can do it with sports games, racing games, fighting games, whatever. There's an online component to almost any game right now. And if you immerse yourself in the community, you can have a lot of fun and you can waste a shitload of time with other people who need to waste time during this time. So for solo players, people that don't want to get into that community bullshit, which is a lot of people replay classics like Mark was saying, uh, the and Pat was saying Red Dead Redemption. Which ones do you say, Mark? Uh, Final Fantasy Seven through X, 10. right? Uh, All the he, Final Fantasy, either Red Dead, and then Pat, what you just said, Z- uh, Zelda Se- or Arena of Time. If yeah. you have the N sixty four, that's amazing. Um, yeah, uh, but Skyrim is one that a lot of people really enjoyed on the first playthrough. It's one that I would highly suggest playing through again. You can do it on all the current systems, and it's like cheap as fuck right now. And if you aren't scared and you got the money and you want to absolutely lose your mind, I dare you to replay it in virtual reality. That's supposed to be insane. Hmm. Uh, You can also do a season mode or career mode in any sports game. Uh, Like Big Cat, he has Coach Russ Duggerton. I've got an NHL right-handed defenseman who's an enforcer for the Ottawa Senators named Barnabas McGee. He hasn't lost a fight yet. He's a rookie, uh, and that's a blast. Um, and you can play that on your own time. Does he uh, get Does he get skills for winning fights? Does he get stats? I think I get like one Toughness. more fighting point every yeah, time. Yeah. Nice. yeah, like yeah. And then uh, so yeah, that that's pretty much it. I, you know, video games will, could absolutely get you through if you're into that. So yeah, collect, collect all the crystals you you can get your hands on. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Wes hates uh, video games. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, a Wes, funny quote. Hang, hang, hang on, Wes. Were you a Sega guy? Um, no, I was a PlayStation guy. Um, I had a TurboGrafx. No, 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 no Wes, Sixteen. Wes, were you a Sega guy or a Super Nintendo guy? Super Thank Nintendo you. guy for sure. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Sega yeah. guys. Just. Oh, I was a Sega guy. I was oh, a Sega God. guy too. Oh, Will and I, I was, were both I was Sega both. Guys. I was both though. I, I broke my Sega and then bought it. Echo Nintendo. the Dolphin was the most pointless game of all time. You can't beat it. You're just a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, but Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. dude. Yeah, you can't okay. judge an entire Sonic, system. Sonic the Hedgehog had nothing on Mario. Well, yeah, it was, Sonic had, was we a had Road great Rash. Game. We had fucking Sonic. Road Rash, bro. Road Rash game. was the shit. That's true. Another good one. Yeah. Also, yeah. Mortal Kombat. You would, you know, you know the Mortal only Kombat people? was on Super Nintendo. Well, that was cross. There was a lot of yeah. cross-platform games. Nintendo so was Nintendo's far superior than Sega. It has Sega, the, it had the better Sega people. Sega people have darker, more complicated souls. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Yes, that you know what? Right. Never, it explains a why, lot. About, it explains a lot about both of you guys. Which is honest. why when my Sega broke, I bought a Super Nintendo, or my parents did. Yeah, and then when, when my Sega broke, I tried weed for the first time. Oh well, okay. There you go. Yeah. And then I bought another Sega. Slightly different paths, but basically the same. I, I like I like PlayStation. Twisted Metal, love that. Game. PlayStation, Twisted yeah. Metal was awesome. Yeah. Um, but all right, here's a funny coronavirus story out of Australia for you guys. An astrophysicist had to go to the hospital after attempting to invent a device that would prevent people from touching their faces during the pandemic. Um, so, what do you guys think it was? I think What's he cut that? his arm. I think he cut his uh, arms off. He made he made the the subjects of the study get girlfriends. <laughs> no, no. They, I, I bet it was like a force field, face force field. 
Close, Will, close. So 27-year-old Dr. Daniel Reardon, um, who works at the Melbourne University uh, studying pulsars and gravitational waves, got in some trouble with magnets um, yeah. after developing a necklace that is designed to sound an alarm when someone goes to pick their nose or touch their face. <laughs> um, the testing phase started innocent enough with Reardon wearing magnets on his wrists, but then he took it up a notch and started shoving magnets in his nose, and that's when his troubles began. Um, quoting the doctor, it's the same logic as clipping pegs to your ears. I clipped them to my earlobes and then clipped them to my nostril, and things went downhill pretty quickly when I clipped the magnets to my nostril. Um, what? And what happened? Yeah. Explain that. Explain that. I will. Well, what happened is the nostrils on either side of the nose had magnets. Then they became attracted to each other and they stuck and went up inside his nose. Um, he then went the way of the boy who tried to remove those little magnet balls from his dick by introducing new magnets to the equation to oh, get no. the others out. Yeah. And guess what? They, they got them stuck. In. Yeah. Not oh. the, it's not the same. Is it like the dad of that kid? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. He says, quote, as I was pulling downwards to try to remove the magnets, they clipped onto each other and I lost my grip. And those two magnets ended up in my left nostril while the other one was in my right. At this point, I ran out of magnets. Um, he then he, tried he, to use he pliers. Didn't have any more he ran out of magnets. Uh, he then tries to use pliers, but those two got magnetized. And finally, yeah. And finally, his uh, his partner so he, stepped in. It's like Home Alone. He's got pliers up his nose. He's just got metal in his nose. He tries to shoot himself. The bullet becomes. <laughs> yeah, the bullet. Yeah. It doesn't kill him. It just slows down yeah, as they, it hits his nose. <laughs> it's going fast and it slows down. <laughs> yeah. A wooden uh, mallet is the only thing that's going to end it for this guy. Yeah. Um, so then his partner finally stepped in after, like, I don't know how long watching him do this. Said, we're going to the He's hospital. watching him do this yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time? We're going to the hospital, you <laughs> idiot. Um, they didn't try this on, like, a rat, a mouse? Letting like, science take its course, Will. Right. Do you yeah, think he, the guy was like, hey, hey, Jerry, maybe yeah. don't stick another one of those magnets up your yeah. nose. Yeah, thank God you're you out got, of magnets. Uh, have you tried more magnets? Yeah. What's this guy's um, name again? Sorry, it's so, so they took him to the hospital where the magnets were removed by actual doctors. And in a final <laughs> statement, uh, in a final statement given to the news, Reardon said, quote, my partner took me to the hospital that she works in because she wanted all her colleagues to laugh at me. The doctors oh. thought it was quite funny making comments like this is an injury due to self-isolation and boredom. Uh, so they got they got the magnets out of his dumbass's nose, and, he, and his invention is a big failure. But he's okay. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he just couldn't stop touching. It. He's like, I can't stop touching my own face. What am I gonna do about this? <laughs> magnets, <laughs> magnets. Yeah. So uh, he's got a glove that keeps hitting him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, guys, you know what's getting uh, what's better than getting magnets stuck up your nose? Uh, that's making money. And right now is a perfect time to make some money and get to know the amazing political gambling website, Predict It, uh, where your intuition and knowledge of politics can make you rich. So go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20, deposit at least 20 bucks, and we will give you 20 bucks on us. No strings attached. Seriously, this website is not only a great way to make some extra cash during lockdown turn up, but also a great way to cure some boredom. It's easy to learn the site. Feel free to DM us with any questions about how to use it and start making money on the circus that is politics and the clowns that are politicians. Predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Um, honestly, it is super fun with no sports to bet on. It's a great way to scratch, scratch that gambling itch. Um, so just, just, you know, give it a shot. You don't have to stick around. And you can get in and out of the bets as easy, you know, quickly if you want to. You're not locked in. So uh, now's the perfect time to try it out. Love it. All right, guys, let's get into some voicemails. 
Here's uh, here's one from, well, I'll just let you hear. What's up, guys? It's Brandon, a.k.a. Crack Sandwich 58 on the Twitter, a.k.a. that guy whose message uh, faded out on today's episode on the 30th okay. because I live out in the middle of fucking nowhere and the call dropped while I was leaving my message. So thank you, Wes, for the advice, but I couldn't review it because uh, the fucking thing dropped. So anyways... Um, big fan of the show. I just wanted to give you guys a fuck. I fucked up. I don't. How can I redo this? <laughs> I Amazing. Jeez, I don't know what to. Don't don't air this one. I don't want to hang up because it's just gonna send my message. Um, fuck. If you're satisfied you with your message, please press oh, one. Brandon, Brandon's one of my Otherwise, please press two one. to try yeah. again. Have a great fucking day. Is this <laughs> never gonna end? Hey guys, it's Brandon. Uh, this is my third time trying to leave a voicemail. I don't know why I'm, it's so complicated for me. Uh, I don't know if you guys have actually tried to do it, but you can't really listen. You can't review at the end of it because it never fucking ends. It just keeps recording forever. So there's one before this that's like two minutes long. Uh, that's pretty much just silence. But anyways, my name's Brandon. Crack Sandwich 58 on Twitter. Um, big fan of you guys. I listen every single day. I follow all of you on Twitter and everything. I enjoy you guys a lot. Um, just wanted to say keep uh, keep doing what you're doing and, and bringing the good word to the people. Um, uh, I know I sound like a fucking idiot because I can't figure out how to work a voicemail, but hope you guys are doing great and uh, keep 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 it up. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you too, Brandon. Yeah, there was no question there at all. He's no. like a best best man that didn't prepare a speech and just no. got up there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely love Brandon too. He made us all laugh a lot. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. Th- thank you, Brandon. All there right, guys. Go. Here's the next one. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Kyle calling from Cincinnati, uh, also known as uh, a little gallon, not to be confused with big ounce. Uh, you know, we, we don't know who's <laughs> yeah, better. Right. Uh, a couple questions for you, fellas. Uh, what did you do before you were on Hard Factor? I know a couple of the folks were, were in corporate America and just kind of want to see what you guys did. And, and also, what would you be doing if you were still in that role? Uh, with all the, the shit hitting the fan and the chaos out in the world, what, what would you guys be doing? And then another question, kind of trying to wrap my head around this. Uh, we're all hearing that the peak's going to be in a couple weeks and, and all that fun stuff. Is there anything we can do to to make sure that that peak doesn't happen or gets lower. Uh, there, there's really been nobody explaining that to me. Uh, long time, first time. You guys are awesome. Keep keep, uh, keep going. Thanks. All right, guys. So, nice. episode 400. We'll, we'll let Brandon's voicemails just be what they were. But uh, let's do a roundtable. So, the question Pat, was... Pat, Pat, let's, let's, let's address the curve first before we get personal. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the curve thing, I don't think there's a way. So there's a way to flatten the curve. There's not a way to not have a peak because you'll get to a peak of infections and a peak of death rate at some point, uh, and then it'll go down from there. You just want it to be lower than it would be if you did it at the highest point, um, which means that you want to add things so that you – the social yeah. distancing will make the the peak be lower than it would be if you did no social distancing. Well, that's a – yeah, that's a technical – thing i don't know if he's looking for that he's he's he wants to know like how the fuck do we stop this thing it like we, of course it's gonna peak but um i don't think there's right. anything to stop it yeah i mean basically all you can do is social distance and then if this new drug works uh if you get sick hopefully everybody can take that and it'll yeah. lessen the mortality rate yeah. and that's pretty much it um but yeah you can't stop now it's already here i think the only way that you could have stopped it 
uh, from getting here to begin with is if you had been tighter on the front end. No, I mean, if you're, if he's in a rural area, like Brandon's fine. Brandon, this isn't Brandon. This is a little off. Brandon's never going to get it. If you can't get this cell phone service, I, I know. Little, yeah. little gallon. So the best way to get, do it in cities is it's like geology, time and pressure. Self-isolate time and then the opposite of pressure don't be near people. And after you listen to this show, go listen to uh, Trevor Noah's interview with Dr. Fauci from like yesterday. Exactly. I P- mean, pretty clearly explains it. Exactly. It's just time and pressure. It, at some point, the curve goes down because. But also, don't ever listen uh, to Trevor Noah's interview with Dr. Fauci. Listen to the look part at, of my take. Yeah, look at part of yes. my take. Yes. Well, I assumed you already listened to that one, and Fauci continues to make the rounds. Okay. That's <laughs> All right, guys. So, episode 400. What were we doing before we did Hard Factor? Uh, yeah. I think we, we already kind of got into what I was doing before Hard Factor in one respect. So, I'm going to go around and ask you guys and interview you a little bit. Okay. Let's let's start with uh, Will Smith, the Caucasian one. Mr. Will, mm. before Hard Factor, what were you doing? Oh, as a profession. As a uh, profession. <laughs> so professionally, the things I've done since uh, since I'll go. I'll start at the beginning when I was a young child. I was a janitor for my parents. That's oh, not. Hold on. Will, we don't have we don't, we don't have that. all day. We don't yeah. say uh, that. Then after that, you said custodial art. You mean just professionally after college? Yes, Past college. Uh, Past college, I worked for. I tried to get into independent film and stuff like that as in the sound guy role. Did not work out very well. Went into the corporate world, and because I was not making any money in the, in I'm currently the, looking at your sound gear right now at our hmm. studio in Austin. It's yeah. not with you, Marina. I yeah, got some at my house gave, too. Gave that all up, you know, uh, when it when it didn't work out. So went into the corporate world. Worked for a government contracting firm called Maximus, and. Uh, Worked in several different roles for them. Uh, worked up from like doing communication stuff at a huge uh, office at first to like running my own small offices. Uh, it's like a health and human services government contracting firm. So ran a couple of small like call center website customer service type places, and then after that went into the uh, like software consulting side. So Darn building it. systems and consulting on systems. A lot of and fun. Think, a lot of fun here. Well, yeah. But let me, <laughs> well, I think if I was still doing Jesus it today, Christ. hold on. Another part of the question. I think if I was still doing it today, um, you know, uh, I would be lucky because I would be on a small team that would have its contracts still going. Um, and we could probably do a lot of remote work and telework because it's IT related and everybody can get on their Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So that would be good. So luckily for me. In the last role I was in, that would be tough. But if I had a bigger role and I was running like a contact center, customer service center, uh, still that would be much more challenging because you know your employees have a lot more on the line because they are coming into work with more people, bigger offices, and they're getting paid less. So uh, always harder in th- that type of a situation to do what's right than it is in a situation where everybody's getting paid more and you work on smaller teams. All right. Well, let me ask you this: favorite part of your new job compared to your old, real quick. I mean, everything. I mean, honestly, doing the news for Barstool is uh, everything we could I could have dreamed of. I mean, it's a company that lets us speak freely, doesn't filter us at all um, and isn't scared of anybody. It's amazing. I mean, and and I get to, you know, obviously bring the news to all of our listeners. And that's what you know, it's way more gives me more joy than designing a system that hopefully works good for a state government. Fuck yeah. Fuck systems. You heard it here on a heart factor (laughs) news first. All right, Mark, Mark, Mark Borgie. Yeah, yeah. Where are you? What were you doing before Hard Factor and why? Oh, God, you name it. I've done it. Um, shitty jobs, low paying jobs. The past like eight years, probably before 
we we were all in a comedy troupe together by the way post college that was the first thing i did after college but a lot of like retail a lot of uh waiting bartending jobs in the past eight years i was uh, working up the corporate ladder working for software development i worked for 3m i worked for all three companies that were mentioned in the strike <laughs> earlier um <laughs> Close to home for you on that one. Yeah, you're also, you're also you're writing your video game on the side, right? I've always been writing video games on the side. I've always been writing scripts on the side. Uh, much happier now. I'll keep it. I'll keep it short, but much. All right, what's now. what's your what's your favorite part of the new job uh, compared to the old job? Uh, autonomy, making my own hours. Besides, obviously, the four you assholes, we have to work on the same right hours, yeah. but autonomy. Uh, my my day is my own fucking day. Love that. All right, Wes Shepard, what were you doing before Hard Factor and why? Uh, well, uh, right start with dad camp. Well, I'll get to that right out of right out of college. I was uh, producing and filming sh- uh, documentary TV, did some stuff for Nat Geo travel, a bunch of the Smithsonian, a bunch of uh, stuff, got to do some pretty cool travel as a cameraman doing that stuff. Moved to Austin after you know, we started was in the same group. You guys obviously uh, lived in a fucking house with Will for a while down there in Charlottesville. Moved to Austin. Couldn't find any real work. So um, then I got into weddings. So that's my main kind of source of income now is uh, wedding videos and photos. I still do some um, some, uh, you know, TV stuff on the side when I can and corporate stuff. But 95 percent of my business is I'm a cheery motherfucker at a wedding on the weekend. And and uh, if you can believe that shit. Um, That's right. Yep, I did do a what's, small. What's stint. your favorite song to hear at a wedding? Oh, I mean, in Texas, they're or all least the, favorite in, in Texas. Uh, Wagon Wheel, probably my least favorite. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible because that's a great so, song. So yeah. it's a great song, and the wedding industry's ruined it for yeah. you. Wes's yeah. job <laughs> is to get great songs ruined for him. Yeah, exactly. Wes, now you were you were on a television show a little bit there too, right? I certainly was dad VH1's dad camp about uh, dads who were, you know, I, I uh, was ex- an expectant father and um, I was, you know, not ready. So that I went to uh, go uh, and be trained to be a dad with a bunch of other uh, unprepared fathers at a, in a house in uh, L.A. For was a it month. worth it? Uh, no, I would never do it again. Um, OK, it was it was good at the time because I wasn't really making any money um, after the move. And um I was like, fuck, I was uh, I was <laughs> I was a valet for a while. <laughs> so that was uh, running through the streets at 2 a.m. in Austin. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounded great to me. Um, so but it was it was an interesting experience. You know, I, I knew all the tricks and shit. They were trying to fuck us. Fuck with us. Yeah. Uh, basically, jo- after our after our comedy troupe, uh, we we sort of disbanded. And once yeah. we were in Austin and uh, everybody scrambled a little bit yeah. uh, to find out what their career was going to be. And we all went our separate ways. And like, yeah. like all the listeners, uh, the forty-seven million that may lose their jobs, you can uh, you can scramble. Yeah, you, you can scramble. scramble. Yeah. You can do it. I remember there was a lot of great nights just drinking. You know, we had yeah. no money. We would drink forties together because that's all we could afford. Oh, yeah. And you know, we're like looking at job listings during the day, but then we would just drink forties uh, and sit on the carpet because we had no furniture. Yeah, yeah Mark and Wes went to San Antonio once to join some Ponzi scheme. Yeah, to work out. One day, one day we yeah. try to sell water to people. Yeah. Like not not yeah. like water bottles, but like gods, concept, water, the element, like the, the concept of rain to people. Right. H2O. <laughs> and like we then we quit that day. That was that was clearly a scheme. You had yeah. to wear ties look, to do it. There's yeah. always look. There's always going to be brighter days. Yeah. To, those were back in the days yeah. when PFT was a dog salesman or uh, used right dog. Salesman. And he sell he sold like um, 
ice machines too, like machines that right. run ice. <laughs> right. Ice yeah. machine rentals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always gonna be brighter days, guys. Uh, right. As long as there are people that care about you and you care about people, it's all good. He's got to keep moving. Yeah. Here's to 400 more and then 400 more after that. Honestly, guys, fucking amazing. We've done 400 episodes of this show. Uh, really can't thank you enough. The show has grown by leaps and bounds. Well, actually, that's not true. Brick by brick more, 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 more that's, uh, accurately. That's true. Uh, and honestly, we just love our fans. We, you, you don't know what it's like to put yourself out there, I guess, and, and have no one listening, which is something we knew for a long time. We knew that for a long time, a lot of shit we were putting out there no one cared about over the years since we started doing this when we were like 17. And it's just amazing to have an audience of supportive fans in the heart of Hive. We fucking love you guys. Uh, have an awesome fucking day. We got some big guests coming up. Mm. Uh, real big ones, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, some large Huge. high school ones and uh, some crazy ones, potentially. Uh, a lot of cool guests coming this week uh, and next. Stay safe. Stay warm or cold, depending on where y- you are in the country. And have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah. Yeah, so say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay, get out of here. That's a little rough, right? We've come a long, long Celebrate you, baby I have to praise you like I should